Sound the trumpets. It's horse racing time. Saddle up for action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code RTFP. Only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. 18 plus 21 plus in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligible restrictions apply. Void were prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DKHorse.com. You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tuned into the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented, as always, by DraftKings. What's up, everybody? It's Ross Tucker, the former NFL offensive lineman. Five teams, seven years coming to you live from a hotel room in Detroit, Michigan. What an experience last night. What a game last night. Getting this recorded real quick with Jack before I get on my plane and head back eventually to my home in Pennsylvania. A lot to get to. Should be a really, really fun week. We still have two more games today, which is kind of wild when you think about it. We also have a new week, which means we'll have winners at the end of this week. And I've got several of those Lions-Rams press passes. You want to talk about a collector's item for anybody that's ever been a Lions fan. Very, very cool. Actually, the other guys on the broadcast with me, Mike Mayock, Spiro Didis, they gave me their credentials. So I got a couple for you guys. Make sure you are the spread the word winner this week. You got to take advantage of one of our sponsors. So it could be Labatt or DoorDash or DiGiorno or GameTime. Maybe you sign up and you get one of those uh, free consultations from West Shore Home. Or, hey, it's less than a month away from Valentine's Day now. Maybe you just go to myfrontpagestory.com and get your significant other the best Valentine's Day gift I've ever heard of. Anyway, can't wait to see who the spread the word winner is. The sponsor confirmation email winner, same as last week. We're just looking for people that comment or reply to the live stream because we're live streaming this show, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Very easy to see that the live stream is up and to comment on the live stream. Really, really easy. And then, of course, we do the YouTube shout out every week, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Love the YouTube shout out. Love Every one of you guys love that it's the NFL playoffs. Love that it's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross, what were your overall themes so far from Wild Card Weekend? I think I probably have three or four, Jack. Number one, 
This is why they actually play the games. This is what I love about football. I don't think anybody thought that the Houston Texans were going to blow out the Cleveland Browns like that. And I know that nobody thought the Green Bay Packers were going to destroy the Dallas Cowboys like that. This is why you just want to get into the tournament. Both those teams were underdogs. The Packers were significant underdogs. You just want to get in the tournament, and then you want to be playing your best ball at the end of the season. Certainly feels like the Packers are doing that. Kind of thought the Rams are doing that too, which is why they almost won last night's game. But this is what I love about sports in general. This is what I love about the NFL playoffs. You have to earn it. Once you get to this point, there really shouldn't be very many, if any, easy games. And you never know what's going to happen because there could be teams like the Rams or the Texans or the Packers that are really hot and playing their best ball. So we had a couple of surprising, I would say very surprising, because of the blowout nature, right? It wasn't shocking that the Texans won, but to beat the Browns like that, that was stunning. And then the Packers, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Really, really cool, in my opinion. I don't care who wins these games. I I just like interesting things. Now, I will say this. I like good games, which was a little bit of a bummer, right? We only had one close game out of the four this weekend. Now, there's two more today. Most of you know this already, but Steelers-Bills got pushed back to 4.30 p.m. Eastern time today because of the blizzard up there in Buffalo. So there's a couple more today. And then we also have uh, the game that we're looking at as it relates to tonight's game between the Bucks and the Eagles. So hopefully they're close games. I like close games. I like competitive games that are interesting until the end as opposed to blowouts. Only one close game this weekend and a couple of very, very surprising games. So that that's one that jumped out to me for sure, Jack. Um, another one I would say is just the expectations now that in particular – I mean, you could say the Packers, too, on some level. But in particular, D'Amico Ryan and C.J. Stroud. This is, they are contributing, not just this year, but in future years, to more coaches getting fired and more quarterbacks getting drafted high. This is why coaches get fired, and this is why teams draft quarterbacks when they have the first, second, third pick, whatever it is because of what we're seeing from D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud in Houston. They have totally ruined the expectations for first-year head coaches and rookie quarterbacks. Totally ruined it. I mean, now people are going to think, hey, if we just get the right coach in there, if we just get the right coach and we can get uh, a franchise quarterback, and in fairness, this is what teams try to do all the time. This is what the Panthers try to do with Frank Reich and Bryce Young. It didn't work, but in Houston, it did. It's got to be the right coach and the right quarterback for it to really benefit the team. But it's just amazing. I mean, congratulations to Houston. On some level, it almost feels like hitting the lottery. It's not. It's a much higher percentage than than the lottery, but it's still less than 50% because you, you need to get both right. You need to get the quarterback right 
and you need to get the coach right. And the Texans got them both right. So anytime you see any of these teams fire people, that's why. The, the Washington Commanders, they're getting a new coach. They're going to draft a quarterback with the top three pick. The Patriots, they got a new coach. They're going to draft a quarterback with the top three pick. The Bears are the interesting one because they didn't get a new coach. And we don't know whether or not they're going to draft a quarterback with the top three pick. But that is the way it goes. Um, I think I don't have any other themes other than that, Jack. I think, oh, last one would just be the weather. You know, the weather, uh, a huge factor in that Chiefs-Dolphins game. I'll get to that in a little bit. And then obviously the weather is going to be a factor for in the Buffalo game, although I guess not as much of a factor as it could have been. So um, pretty wild to see the weather and the impact of the weather on some of these games for sure. Uh, makes it interesting. I, I, I'm a fan of the weather adding to the elements, adding to the uh, interest in the intrigue of the game. I'm also a fan of DoorDash. So whenever the clock stops on this podcast or whenever the game clock stops or when you're watching these games tonight, that's time to order in with DoorDash. Pizza cravings hit at halftime, that's ordering time. Dreaming about tacos during a timeout, boom, they're on your doorstep. Wait, you want burgers, chips, dips, drinks, and wings instead? Even better, order on DoorDash and get everything you want delivered without missing a minute of the game. Jack, you can't just eat DoorDash and not drink something delicious. Drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends, family. Live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Tuck Steaks. All right, Ross. Patriots, they waste no time. They hired Gerard Mayo as their next head coach. Right, and I'm going to make this my Labatt take of the week, Jack, just because several things are interesting about it. Um, And so it's presented by Labatt Blue Light, the pristine Canadian Pilsner. Enjoy your beers together so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt, USA, Buffalo, New York. The Gerard Mayo hiring process in New England, really interesting to me. I mean, number one, evidently they wrote it in his contract that he was going to be the next head coach. That is awkward, right? I mean, if you're Bill Belichick, you wanted to keep coaching in New England. Yet, you know, Mayo, I'm assuming he knew, Mayo is waiting for you to move on because then he gets, I don't know, five times as much money? Definitely more than double. Just an interesting situation you don't see very often in the NFL. But what really surprises me about New England hiring Mayo, everybody I've talked to raves about the guy. Says he's awesome. I'm still surprised they didn't interview anybody. You know, just to be able to talk about their process. If you interview people, then when you hire Mayo, you say, we know he's the best guy. And if you interview people, then you have outside people telling you, Maybe why the organization's been stale the last few years. Whereas for Gerard Mayo, the Patriots are the only organization he's known. The Belichick way, the Patriot way, whatever, that's that's all he knows. I'm surprised, knowing how process-oriented the Patriot organization is, that they didn't at least interview some other people. Because now, if Mayo falters, they're opening themselves up to criticism about their process or lack thereof. It's just strange that they wouldn't even talk to anybody else about the job. Talk to other people and then hire Mayo anyway. 
That's what I probably would have done. Commanders, they hire 49ers executive Adam Peters as their next general manager. Interestingly, Jack, Adam Peters was a scout for the Patriots when I played there. Tying all this together, back in you know 2005, 2006, Adam Peters was a scout for the Patriots. Been working for this moment. It's interesting. I haven't heard anybody connect these dots yet. But you saw how Josh Harris, right, Jack, he hired Bob Myers, the former Warriors guy, to help with the hiring process. Did you see that, Jack? Yes, I did. Well, I'm assuming that Bob Myers and Adam Peters knew each other out in the Bay Area. Adam Peters was with the Niners, I think, for several years. Bob Myers was out there. So I am guessing that they have some sort of a relationship, and that was a big factor in Adam Peters getting hired. I haven't seen anybody else say that, but that would seem to make sense. I don't know that, but that would just be uh, conjecture on my part. I know this. They both have great hair, absolutely great hair, and hard to argue with the Niners organization and the amount of all pros they have on that roster and, and they've drafted pretty darn well. So I I, I'm, I totally understand the hire by the commanders. I just think that's probably a big a big factor why. Alabama, they've got their guy. They hire Kalen DeBoer as their next head coach. So I would say it's rare that we talk about, you know, college coaching jobs here on the Ross Tucker football podcast, but certain jobs like the Alabama job are are kind of like bigger than just college jobs, if that makes sense. So that's number one. It's just bigger than a college job. And then number two, you know, there's always speculation when it's that big of a college job that some NFL guys will get involved. But in this instance, that was not the case. So um, Kalen DeBoer. I mean, I did a, I did one of his games at Fresno State, Jack, three years ago, I think. COVID year, 2020, I did a Fresno State game. And now, maybe even 2021. And now two years at Washington, now he's the Alabama head coach. It's crazy. A.J. Brown is out tonight for the Philadelphia Eagles against the Buccaneers. Boy, that is a big loss, man. I mean, that is a gigantic gigantic loss for the Eagles I was not expecting that I kind of thought based on some of the reporting last week that he would have been able to play uh, but he can't they say it sounds like he might be able to play next week if they can get the win tonight so it would be next week in Detroit which man they could really use him against those Lions corners that's that's for sure if AJ Brown can go and something you mentioned a little bit earlier, Bill Steelers was pushed back due to the storm, so the winner's going to be at a two-day rest disadvantage against Kansas City. That's unfortunate, and it's nobody's fault, obviously, but it's just unfortunate that it played out that way, right? It just so happened that they made the Chiefs-Dolphins game the Saturday night game, and then this storm came into Buffalo Based on everything, all the videos and stuff we saw yesterday, they made the right decision to push it back a game. It is just uh, a shame that 
you know, whoever ends up winning that game will be at a, a couple-day rest disadvantage. Um, although, wait a minute, I guess if the Steelers win, no, no, you're right, because they're playing Sunday no matter what. So they're still at a two-day dis- disadvantage. So it might be Kansas City, it might be Baltimore if the Steelers beat the Bills. Either way, they're at a – well, they're at much more than a two-day disadvantage if you're the Steelers playing the Ravens on Sunday. I guess that one doesn't make as much of a difference because the Ravens <clears throat> already had so much time off anyway. All right. Let's take a look at a couple of the games that we had over the weekend. We'll start Cleveland. They kept it close to start, but some really brutal turnovers caused their collapse to the Texans. 45-14. Unbelievable. 45-14. You know, I was watching this game at Arrowhead Stadium, and I think everybody – was pretty surprised. You know, early on, it looked like it was just going to be kind of a shootout back and forth with uh, C.J. Stroud just incredible, especially in the first half, just standing in and throwing some absolute darts. He's he Put him in the category of Puka Nakua last night, Jack, in which he is just even better than... I thought he was just super duper impressive. The first half was back and forth, big plays. You know, the Browns actually had the lead 24 or 14 10, and then the Texans scored 35 unanswered points. 35 unanswered points. Kareem Hunt had the two touchdowns in the first half for the Browns, Flacco was slinging it. Other than that, though, they could not get a stop. I mean, the Browns' defense was terrible, in particular in the first half, especially tackling. And that's the thing that I would say that jumped out to me. Jack, one of them at least, Bobby Slowick, the offensive coordinator for the Texans, was way ahead of Jim Schwartz all game. Way ahead of him. Especially... In the first half with those big plays. I mean, the Brevin Jordan 76-yard catch-and-run touchdown. Then late in the half, the uh, long touchdown throw to Dalton Schultz. Schultz even dropped the pass, and the Texans still had 24 points at halftime. I mean, Bobby Slowick, they averaged 9.3 yards per play. I think I don't know if that was for the whole game or like midway through the third quarter. And then the Browns come out 24-14. They march down the field, and Flacco throws a pick six as he's getting hit, which was a theme, by the way, because the Browns' offensive tackles really struggled with the Houston edge rushers all game, right? I mean, that was the Browns were down their top three offensive tackles. The Texans' edge rushers are better than people think. And Flacco threw a terrible pick as he was getting hit. Then he throws and grooves an interception right to Christian Harris. Next thing you know, two picks, it's 38-14, and that game was over. The last thing I would say about it, that crowd in Houston was electric. It looked amazing. That was really cool. That was really cool to me to see that crowd in in Houston, how electric they were. I'm, I, I like one fan that have been so beaten down for so many years get these opportunities and you can just feel it. It's like it's like they're unleashing years of frustration. That was pretty awesome. 
Unlike Mahomes' helmet, Miami can't crack it in the cold. They lose on the road 26-7. So let's start with the food, Jack, because I was there in the booth. First of all, that's the coldest I've ever been. That's the coldest I've ever experienced. Now, I was in the booth, and the window did not open. So I was fine in the press box. I mean, it was still a little cold up near the booth, up near the window, but I was fine. I'm telling you, Jack, walking from the stadium to the car after the game, that's the coldest I've ever been. Just walking, the wind hitting me in my face gave me an immediate brain freeze like I was scarfing down ice cream. Jack, it was nuts. It, it was absolutely nuts. I've never experienced anything like it before. It was crazy cold. I mean, even when I left yesterday morning, it was like negative 10 or whatever. So th- that was, I mean, it was so cold, okay, that even though we had a window, when I would talk in the booth, when you talk, there's like, I don't know, whatever it's called that comes out of your mouth, like condensation or whatever. It's the, it's the same reason people get sick, right? When you're when you're talking from your breath, the, uh, what's it called, Jack? The aerosol, the Perspiration whatever. Has. No, whatever. Anyway, it would freeze the window in front of me. So, like, you know, your saliva or whatever comes out of your mouth, your breath would hit the window in front of me and then freeze. So we had to get bottles of alcohol to scrape the ice off. In front. I've never experienced anything like it in my life. As for the food, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was uh, salad, seasonal veggies. We got to get rid of seasonal veggies. Seasonal veggies stink. And then they had chicken thighs, I guess. The potatoes were pretty good. The chicken was okay. The fruit was pretty good. Um, Halftime, they had brats. Not great. Chicken tenders, not great. Hot dogs. I'm not going to grade them. Uh, It was was average. Uh, I would say it was probably disappointing for Kansas City, to be honest with you. As for the game, man, the Chiefs just marched down the field on the first drive. Run and pass for the uh, Rasheed Rice touchdown. How about how good he is? Rasheed Rice, one of the guys they got in the Tyreek Hill trade. I mean, that young man is awesome. They hit on him. He's going to be a star receiver. Kind of like Puka Nakua. I mean, not not that good. I just mean as a rookie star receiver. And then uh, the Chiefs again went on a drive. That was The rest of the game was kind of a theme of the Chiefs then going on these drives and marching until a bad snap. They have a bad snap on the field goal, a uh, bad snap to Mahomes, and so they had to settle for a field goal, 10 not, nothing. And then the Dolphins, really the only big play they got the whole game, they threw the ball to Tyreek Hill, and the ball was underthrown a little bit from Tua on a bomb. Tyreek comes back, catches it, touchdown. That was about it for the Dolphins. I mean, the Chiefs defense, Steve Spagnolo, totally locked them up, uh, totally locked them up. And then after that, the Chiefs just kept, you know, they would go for a long drive. Mahomes had an awesome scramble, but then a penalty on Jawan Taylor on a touchdown. They had to settle for a field goal. Mahomes has a nice throw to Rasheed Rice. They had to settle for a field goal. So it's 16-7. Again, another Mahomes scramble, but again, settle for a field goal 19-7. Finally, after the Christian Wilkins penalty on roughing the passer, when the Dolphins got a stop, when it was still a game, led to the – Led to the touchdown for, for Pacheco on the direct snap, 26-7. That was the game. Rasheed Rice is a star. McDuffie, 
was another guy that they got in the Tyreek Hill trade. He played very well. And uh, the Dolphins, their offense, I know the weather was a factor, but listen, the Chiefs were able to move the ball up and down the field. Dolphins couldn't move it hardly at all against that Chiefs defense. Not a good look for Mike McDaniel. Dallas suffers a potentially franchise-altering loss to the Packers at home, 48-32. Jordan Love was absolutely ridiculous. I cannot believe the Packers did it again. Speaking of the D'Amico Ryans thing and uh, and C.J. Stroud thing, three in a row. He looked like Aaron Rodgers out there, throwing fadeaway jumpers and stuff. It was off his back foot, incredible. Meanwhile, man, Dak, what a shame. I mean, Dak had such an awesome year. Second team all pro or whatever. He'll be a top five in the MVP voting. Struggled. Couldn't get the ball to C.D. Lamb. He had, obviously, the... Uh, the two interceptions in the first half were brutal. The one to Jair Alexander, then the pick six for Savage, absolutely a killer. For Dan Quinn, his stock, I mean, he's trying to get the Seahawks head coaching job. He still might. It's just one game, but that was not a good look as they could not stop the Packers at all, whether it was Jordan Love or Aaron Jones just like running right through them. These drives were like three plays, five plays, eight plays, ten plays. And then the Green Bay Packers defense, uh, much, much better than we anticipated. You got to think that this is probably the end for Mike McCarthy. They're going to feel like they need to make a change. Listen, I apologize. I'm not going to be able to get to the Lions and the Rams in this game. So when I break down the other two games tomorrow, the the two games today, I'll go in-depth on Rams-Lions and everything about my experience last night on tomorrow's show. I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout out to MyFrontPageStory.com. By far the best holiday gift you could ever get any loved one. I highly recommend you guys get one right now for your significant other. It's incredible. Backofficeschedule.com, SteakhouseSports.com, HumanHeadNYC.com, Sportaculture, and Pizza Boy Brewing.